0: It's time once again for another episode of Wantrepreneur
1: Radio, broadcasting live from the Pro Business Channel Studios in Atlanta.
2: And now, here's your host, Mark Myatt. Hello everybody, Mark Mayette coming to you live from the beautiful ATL and a little bit of a overcast rainy day rich before the holidays, but um, how are you doing
3: today? Good, that was actually my nickname, rainy day rich, yeah, I <laughs> like back in the day, yeah. Yeah, well I'm, I'm
2: Mr. Sunshine, so, <laughs> nice. so we it's counteract like a, yeah, each other We're really kind
3: well. of a weather storm all into ourselves right here in the studio, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of weather they're based right here in Atlanta, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know if we were speaking about the Weather Channel, but yeah.
2: <laughs> well, you know, the great thing is when I share with people, uh, it's raining again. Well, if we don't have rain, then we live in a desert. Yeah,
3: right? this is true. And I did that out in Fresno, California. So, uh, yeah, irrigated desert is what they call that out there. But um, so, yeah, another exciting episode of Entrepreneur Radio, live from our PBC studios, the Pro Business Channel studios here in Atlanta. And uh, you've got some uh, definitely some subject matter experts.
2: Absolutely. On the
3: topic here today. We've got some announcements about um, projects you have in development as well.
2: Yes. Yes, I'm excited about that. But, uh, you know, I, for self-promotion purposes, <laughs> you know, tonight we have our third Thursday Network Over 40 event happening at yeah. the uh, uh, Tavern Point uh, uh, in the Invesco building on, they call it, uptown uh-huh. uh, section of Atlanta, um, right near WSB. And uh, third Thursday, event six to nine. So looking forward to that. The second thing what I'm really excited about is early next year, this will be the culmination of, of my own desire uh, of having a book inside me, of uh, being able to uh, come out with a book in early 2016, From Entrepreneur to Entrepreneur, Do You Have What It Takes? And, uh, and working with our, our friends here very excited about that upcoming book launch, and that is in process. So,
3: very exciting times. Oh, it it is big time, and um, I mean, for those folks that uh, want to kind of tip their put their toe in the water for uh, become entrepreneur, I mean, um, a lot of conversations on the show now, uh, incorporating a book into your uh, repertoire, and uh, so very exciting times, and and good content for those folks that are um, want to explore those options. Yes, I mean, it's kind of like um, the trifecta, right? Because you can tune into the show. Uh, you can, uh, grab a cup of coffee and and read the book when that comes out, but uh, there's nothing like a live networking event face to face as well to have those interchange of conversations. Um, and so for those folks that are looking to become an entrepreneur, you're the man. Well, (laughs) there's, there's plenty
2: of resources as we're going to find out. And, and, uh, and I'm excited about our two guests that we have
3: today. So, so Rich, do you want to do a, just a high level intro? Absolutely, my pleasure. So uh, joining us first in the studio is uh, Jura Bryant, an entrepreneur strategist at the uh, Symmetry Firm, Entrepreneur Development and Business Strategy Company. Uh, Jura is also the founder of Entrepreneur Ambitions. Entrepreneur Ambitions started out as a blog, but now is being developed into a worldwide movement for individuals who seek economic freedom and a successful lifestyle produced from their own ambitious entrepreneur pursuits. Uh, you're also very p- passionate about entrepreneur, and you love helping uh, people grow and create success along their entrepreneur ju- journey. Welcome to Entrepreneur Radio. Uh, uh, appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be on the show. Absolutely. A worldwide movement. That's inspirational. I mean, Yes.
2: Uh, yes. And, and how do you define that world? How do I define the world? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, anybody who's interested in entrepreneurship, you know entrepreneurship is a new thing. Um, everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, but... does everybody understand how to be an entrepreneur? Mm -hmm. You know, you see things on TV and you hear different books and you read different blogs and they're talking about entrepreneurship, but do you truly understand and are you able to be a, a capable entrepreneur when you are pursuing the entrepreneurial path? Um, a lot of time, people waste time um, doing a lot of different things, and they don't know how to line the actions together to be a successful entrepreneur. So, Like I said, it's just about teaching people just really how to understand entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurial mindset, the entrepreneurial process, and just create entrepreneurial systems that uh, enable them to be successful in entrepreneurship.
2: So were, were you ever a wantrepreneur, as we like to call it? I mean, definitely Absolutely. so. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: definitely. So I think a lot of people, when they first start out, they are entrepreneurs because they don't really understand how to be an entrepreneur. Like I said, you just see the end results that people have um, that took years and years to get to. And you want those things immediately. So you're trying to do anything to get that quick result instead of saying, okay, this is my strategy, and this is how I'm going to align my le- actions to get those, uh, those desired results for myself. So I know when I just started out being an entrepreneur, I was like, okay, I just did one thing, and I did it for like a week. I was like, where's the results? Where's the <laughs> results? They're not coming because uh, you want the, the, that immediate gratification. But in entrepreneurship, is all about patience. It's all about consistency. And it's all about, like I said, having that effective strategy in place to ensure that you are getting to those goals that you want for yourself.
2: Good for you. And so and, and uh, how did you know, tell me a little bit more about uh, your firm now and, and who you're helping um, specifically.
1: Well, with the symmetry firm, basically, uh, it's people who are wanting to get out of the corporate world and really understand how to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. Um, But they have that corporate mindset, that nine-to-five mindset. And, you know, when you have that nine-to-five mindset, it's okay. Somebody's telling me what I need to do. I do it, and I get paid for it, and I'm having that two-week paycheck. When you're a business owner, you have to create everything for yourself. and You have to understand, okay, this is how I'm going to have position this and position this, position this. It's going to align together to give me the results that I want for myself. So like I said, it's all about teaching people how to be successful business owners. Like I said, mainly our, our customer bases are those people who are coming out of that 9-5 to 5 arena and want to say, okay, I want to create, I want to be the uh, the one who is over my the uh, one who controls my own economic destination and one who controls my own future instead of having somebody else do it for me.
2: Now, do you ever have uh, the folks coming towards you, the entrepreneurs that, you know, after you really take a step back with them and analyze what it is they want to do and what their ambitions are, do you ever see a, a disconnect between the aspirations of doing something on their own entrepreneurially and what their basic wiring is?
1: Definitely so. I mean, when I speak to a lot of people and they, they're telling me about their entrepreneurial journeys, yeah. you see the disconnection of, okay, this is what you, what you want, but you don't really have an entrepreneurial system in place. You don't really understand entrepreneurship. Like, you're getting the same results year after year after year because you're not opening yourself up to to learn about entrepreneurship instead of saying, okay, I'm going to do it my way, and my way is going to be the sole way. I had to get out of that myself, understanding, okay, you are smart and you are intelligent, but you do not really understand how to position yourself within the entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial uh, lifestyle, the entrepreneurial journey. Uh, you don't know how to align those different actions that's going to bring results for yourself. You do not know how to be consistent. You do not know how to put yourself in, a, in the in the right places with, with the right people and get the right results because, like I said, you want to do it all on your own. Entrepreneurship is all about those different people, places, Um, actions coming together to bring about those desired results for you Uh, and like I said a lot of people they're just okay they're they're day to day instead of saying okay this is how my day to day is going to lead to my year to year and things of that nature so like I said a lot of people just don't really understand entrepreneurship as a whole they just really see it from their own perspective okay this is what I want but I really don't know how I'm going to get it
2: and and let me ask you, since you're very passionate about entrepreneur uh, entrepreneurship, are entrepreneurs born, or are they made? I mean,
1: you are born. I believe you're born with entrepreneurial aspects within you, but it, it takes years to fine tune the whole process and and to make yourself successful successful at it. Uh, like I said, you just don't jump out there immediately. You have a successful business. You have to really understand the marketplace. You have to understand your customers. You have to understand your strategy. You have to understand your systems in order to get those things uh, in the right manner for you to produce the results that you want for yourself. So entrepreneurs are made over the years because, like I said, entrepreneurship is never a stopping moment. It's always continued growth. So with that being in mind, you're just continually developing yourself. So entrepreneurs are made. Um, as the years go by made to be better and better and better
2: and why are you working to develop entrepreneurial ambitions um into the international community
1: like i said entrepreneurship is the it is the hot ticket right now everybody wants to be an entrepreneur but do you really understand like i said how to be an entrepreneur and do you understand how to take those resources around you and create success around you? Do you understand how to reach out to other people and explain your ideas and explain the value that you can bring to the uh, to the marketplace uh, in order for you to produce those results that you want for yourself? So it's all about teaching people really on a worldwide scale how to not only understand entrepreneurship, but also pretty much how to uh, create those systems for them to produce produce those results that they want for themselves. So, like I said, it's just not the United States, it's people all over the world who right. want to understand how to be an entrepreneur.
2: And since we're on the internet um today mm-hmm. I'm currently broadcasting live, but people will be able to access this podcast in, in the uh, in our archive. Um what would you say the biggest myth about entrepreneurship is? The biggest myth?
1: I mean, I would say that the biggest myth is that it's overnight success or that it's easy Are you your own boss i mean there's a multitude of things uh, i think probably your own boss will probably be the biggest myth because you're not your own boss your customers are the people who are paying you and who are saying okay you are you are bringing value to us and we're willing to invest within it so i think the biggest myth is saying i can do whatever i want and i'm going to be able to produce the lifestyle that i want for myself no you have to understand how you're going to bring value to somebody else and under and communicate to them the value so that they are able to, so that they want to invest within you so that they want to do business with you. I mean, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of myths out here, but I think believe that's the biggest one being your own boss. You're not your own boss. I mean, uh, there's a lot of things that control what happens along your entrepreneurial journey. At the end of the day, you do control your own journey, but there's different factors in place that, also have a, a impact on the results that you give for yourself.
2: And and since you uh, teach uh, the systematizing of your business, how have you systematized your business?
1: I mean, currently right now, I mean, I've been going through a, a whole reshuffle uh, of uh, systematizing my business, um, like online, just doing those different uh, uh, marketing channels online and sales channels online, the face-to-face, doing more speaking engagements. Uh, I would say my whole system right now which is all about interaction with my customer base. So I'm just trying to be, well, I'm working to be in a multitude of places. So online, I'm doing the Facebook ads and the Twitter ads and things of that nature. And I'm reaching out uh, with the Meetup Group, Entrepreneur Ambitious Meetup Group, partnering with other meetups so we can see how we can bring value to one another then such as this radio interview today and reaching out to more people doing radio interviews and then doing the speaking platforms and workshops and things of that nature. So it's all about having that, those different interactions going on at the same time in order to bring about the, the, a, a magnitude of results that I want for myself.
2: Good for you. And, and we are going to hear back from you, uh, Yura, but um, uh, remind us again how people will, can reach out to you
1: um entrepreneurialambitions.com that's the website my twitter handle is i um creating the well i do have the entrepreneurial ambitions twitter handle but so many passwords and things <laughs> change so i i, I don't I know the exact name at this moment but Your Bryant at, at twitter linkedin facebook things of that nature so
2: good for you and yeah. and we'll we'll be hearing from you
3: again right. uh, uh later on in the podcast rich All right, want to remind our listeners who are listening to Entrepreneur Radio uh, with your host, Mark Myette. And um, joining us in the studio, uh, our second guest is uh, Daryl from uh, Dynamic Life. And um, uh, Daryl Fletcher Sr. is the creator of One Dynamic Life Coaching Systems, adds value to his clients by speaking and coaching on the topics of purpose, leadership, self-esteem, better decision-making skills, life, business, relationships, and coffee. No, I just threw in coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually don't drink coffee. but uh, Oh, man. Well, I'll have most, your cup. Most, most of my clients do. Yeah, so I'll have your cup then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool. um, all right. so, uh, And you're called to ignite passion in the hearts and minds of individuals. Uh, Daryl reaches his audience with practical, thought provoking dialogue, uh, analogies, props. Oh, did you bring any props with you here today? Yeah. I did not bring any
0: props today, but they say that a picture is worth a thousand words. So right. I mean, so I'm going to paint some pictures with my words today. Oh wow! Well,
3: good, good. Wow, that's a great answer. That guy can think <laughs> on the fly, or what, man? That was this is what this is unscripted, right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of pictures, uh, we have uh, social media is live here in the studio. We've got a lot of activity going out there. So, um, but meanwhile, uh, so your positive attitude uh, captivates your audience and encourages them to. Maximize Maximize their potential. I've seen your video. We mentioned before it is very uh, captivating, and um, uh, I I don't, I can't see somebody nodding off during one of your presentations. Yes (laughs) or yes? (laughs) Well, statistics
0: say that you have 54 seconds to captivate an audience that you have. So, in that first 54 seconds, that's my goal to put the hook in their jaw. When I was a little kid, (laughs) uh, my dad taught me about fishing, and it was all about, you know, you can lose a fish if you if you you know get off the get off the hook too quick you right, know? but yeah. you know my my job as a speaker as a motivator as a entrepreneur as we're talking about is to just basically uh, put the hook in the person's jaw right. and reel them into where they're trying to do. Uh, basically, um, uh, we use a tagline of igniting their passion and pointing them in the direction of their purpose. And wow. so, when you ignite a person's passion, you 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 just you just can't have a fire sitting there and just like not do anything with it. Um, uh, we we talk. I give a presentation called the Six Ps to Success. That's passion, purpose, planning, preparation. Process and persistence. And I make the analogy of how pr- passion is to your success as to gas is to your car. You can have some good wheels, a good sound system, a great paint job, but if you don't have any gas in that car, Guess what? You're not going anywhere. So if you're trying to be successful in life, if you're trying to be successful at an entrepreneurship, guess what? You need some gas in your tank because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is there are going to come obstacles. There are going to come things that come against you that are just 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 trying to pull you away from what you're trying to do. And you need that gas and that take, that passion to keep you going, to keep you pushing, to keep you motivated.
3: And I'm sure we're going to ask um, during the interview, what are some of those fuel stations that you stop and refuel? <laughs> but but um, but finally, uh, to round out your uh, introduction, your bio, you speak to hundreds of individuals, challenging them, as you said, to ignite their passion, point them in the direction of their purpose. Highly uh, uh, requested speaker at high schools, colleges, and businesses, Correct. your dynamic delivery, uh, which you've uh, expressed right there, helps cultivate new ideas, and bring transform, uh, transformation to the forefront of your clients. And with that being said, uh, Mark, uh, you're a witness now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this is great.
2: As you can tell, this will be a very energetic conversation, <laughs> yeah. you know, combine Ura and uh, Daryl and Rich. Uh, we've got a lot of energy here. So let me ask you, because you probably encounter also entrepreneurs, right? <clears throat> I do. And and so how do you overcome or help your clients overcome the biggest obstacle of from making the transition from a want to an aunt, you know, so a entrepreneur to entrepreneur, mm-hmm. how do you help them make their that transition? Because well, the first thing I do is I get them to focus on their why. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I I call it the why versus the what. And when we talk to people or when you talk to individuals you know, on a regular basis, you, what's the first thing, what's the, of the first thing that they ask you? What do you do? What, yeah. What do you do? What do you do for a living? Mm-hmm. What, what? It, so, and, and that's kind of the, the, the mindset that we have. We always, we're, 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 we're constantly focusing on the what, but if I can shift your attention to the why, why do you get up in the morning and go to work? Why do you have this idea that's on the inside of you that if you think about it every day constantly? The reason why you do that is because it is innate in you. It you, You've you been designed to do that. So you when, when you shift your focus from your what to your why, then that helps you once again. That puts the hook in the jaw and allows you to reel your in. So the first thing that we really want to start with is the why. Why are you doing what you – are you doing it because – You want to make a difference? Are you doing it because you want to be rich? Are you doing? What's your why? Because your why will be will will set your pattern, will set your your plan on every other decision that you begin to make. Uh, I do this. This is the reason why I do this. So, uh, outside of what I do, I like to tell people why I do it, and I do it for that moment that. That, that aha moment that Oprah calls that people, it, the, the light just goes off in their head and like, oh, shucks, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. so when you, You're calling. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so then, then you can attach your why to your energy level. When, when, you, when you're ready to give up and you, you will want to give up, when, when, when the doors get slammed in your face, and it will get slammed in your face, when, when the money isn't there, you're like, okay, I know why I'm going to continue to do this. And so that's, that's where I start.
2: And, and how much does fear play into uh, uh, people's evolution? Fear is
0: a major factor. Uh, there used to be a show called Fear Factor a couple of years yes. ago, and they would play on people's fears. And fear is always a major factor. I, t- I typically tell people this. I'm, I talk to three groups of people when I'm talking about purpose and I'm talking about entrepreneurship. There's the one person that they are in a job, they're discontent with that job they know that they have a greater purpose but they don't know how to get out of that job then there's the second person that I talk to is the person that is content with their job why because they get a good paycheck so they're good they're they're in that place of comfort and so they're not even trying to they they know they have a greater purpose but that, that that paycheck is get, get it keeping them at that that place of I'm, I'm, I'm good and then there's a third person that may they might they may not have a good job or they may not have a job at all but they know that they have a purpose but they don't know how to connect the the the, the, the dots of making provision and connecting it to your purpose so those are the three groups that I talk to and within all those groups you have that fear what am I going to do and so there's a constant tug of war of, oh, my gosh, I got to pay bills, or, oh, my gosh, I got to do that. But the thing about it is, I, I, I like to tell people this way. If you pursue a paycheck, that's exactly what you'll get. But if you pursue purpose, a paycheck has an opportunity to find you.
2: Good for you. And, and what a great purpose that is. And let me pose the same question I asked Savira uh, earlier. Okay. Are entrepreneurs born or made? I would say that they're both. They're both made. And they're born
0: because, once again, every individual in this world, and, and based upon my research and based upon my study, every person in this world is designed to solve a problem. Every person, you're designed to solve a problem. But the challenge is we don't know, always know how to bring those things out of us in order to solve that problem. Uh, in 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 my coaching sessions, I do an exercise called uh, finding your purpose, and that is your passion plus your burden equals your purpose. Passion is the things that you're good at, the things that you love to do, the things that excite you, that, that it just, you know, all in the bubble over. And, and your skills and talents it wrapped into that. Then your burden is a problem that you see within the world that you need solving. Uh, you know, you, you may have a burden of seeing empty buildings. So maybe you might be connected to real estate or you may be connected to uh, doing other things uh, from the standpoint of just, you know, d- uh, developing buildings. I don't know, can't, but, you know, something, something like that. But whatever your burden is, because your burden is different from my burden, so it won't hit me the same. But here's the here's key to that. Number one, you, people get paid to solve problems. So if you take your skills talents, gifts, and everything that you're good at, and dedicated to that burden that you have in your heart, then there lies your purpose. But that needs to be cultivated. That needs to be coached. That needs to be developed so that you have an opportunity to do. Uh, uh, You actually talked about a system, putting systems in place. Uh, Phil Jackson has a system. That's why he was successful not only with the Bulls, but he was also successful with the Lakers. So it wasn't that he had just good players, because there's a whole bunch of teams in the NBA that have a good players. He had a system in place that that system, no matter where you took it, he was able to develop and uh, and uh, uh, have uh, champion producing teams
2: and why do you think people you brought up the the phrase coach because coach in some ways is an overused term yes right so mm-hmm. so when you introduce someone uh, uh how would you introduce yourself to someone do you insert the word coach in that? i i
0: do insert the uh i've been asked several times over the last couple of days actually what do i do and um focusing on the what i guess <laughs> yeah. yeah and so i tell people that i'm a motivational a motivational speaker and life coach And Mm -hmm. author, So I give all my titles. And then one of the next questions that I get is, how did you get into that or why do you do that? And I tell them that I live for the moment that I have an opportunity to impact somebody's life. That's my why. That moment that that person comes back to me and say, hey, man, what you said, what you did or what we did together from the standpoint of what we put in place changed my life. And so once again, my work is done. You know, I planted that seed, I've watered that seed, and I'll put you on the path to where you need to go. But once again, we got to have those systems in place in order to accomplish whatever your burden is, whatever your challenge is, whatever you're trying to do in life. You have to be put in a position of where, hey, I need to uh, have some structure. I need to have some systems. I need to have a team in order to put this or implement this particular idea that I have in my head because the challenge is everyone has an idea. But the thing about it is I do a presentation called Tools Versus Purpose. I mean, Tools versus Toys. Basically, what that talks about is we have taken the tools, the things that we play with, and tried to fix the things of our lives when, in actuality, you're supposed to be using the tools to, and actually to solve somebody's problem.
2: And so uh, when, when somebody says, well, a life coach, that seems so uh, Pollyanna, the high, pie in the sky – in your how how do you help them understand the value of a coach the value is the, even the
0: greatest players have coaches every every uh even tiger wood has a coach mm-hmm. michael jordan had a coach kobe bryant has a coach lebron james has a coach and so when we go down the list what a coach does is i tell people this you don't know what's in you until the right person pulls it out of you and that's what a coach does a coach is just like a personal trainer. A personal trainer, uh, you can easily do five push-ups, push-ups on, your, on your own. But what a personal trainer does, if he's a good personal trainer, what they'll do is they'll not only show you techniques to do more push-ups, but when you're ready to give up, they are like, come on, give me two more. Come on, give me, give me, give me, give, and then when you get to that too, they're like, okay, you got one more in you, and so in in essence, that's what I do, you know, with with coaching from the standpoint of business, from the standpoint of life, from the standpoint of just everything, you know. Come on, okay, here's the system that we put in place, here's here's, here's the structure that we have. Now now do it. Well, I had a bad day. Nobody 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 answered my calls, or nobody you know bought what I what what I was selling. That's okay, that's okay. Be persistent. Come on, give me two more. Make two more calls or um, knock on three more doors, whatever the case may be. Because here's the thing. If you know anything about sales, it's in the numbers. And so the more you do, the more you have the opportunity to achieve. So you can't get discouraged when you just call five people and all five people said no. All right, that means that you have to. So when I was, when I was you know on the sales floor, uh, I used to work uh, for Cox Communications. They used to tell us that we had to make 50 calls a day and connect with 50 business leads, and out of those 50 calls, we would only probably get about two deals, so that, if if I had a goal for the week of closing 10 deals, and then I, I know I had to at least do 50 calls, and, but if I wanted to push the envelope, if I wanted to go surpass what I was accomplishing, or have already done, maybe I could do 75 calls, maybe instead of, um, you know, um, dialing, you know, like this. Maybe I can dial with two fingers, you know. In, d- just these little techniques that could increase my probability of making more calls, which would increase my probability of getting more sales. So as a coach, those are types of things that we talk to people about. Hey, why, maybe we can do it this way. Why don't we try it this way? What about this particular method And that, um, that you um, can try to do that will maybe change your outcome or your results?
2: Good for you, and and you know as you as you we're having this discussion um, with Yura uh, Bryant as well as uh, as as well as uh, Daryl um, Daryl Fletcher. You know the one thing that comes up in my mind is is uh, is a whole phrase of uh, we're all um, gifts wrapped in flesh, mm. which kind of brings up your point, which is everybody has a gift. Exactly. The opportunities to really figure out and determine what are your gifts. Mm-hmm. So, so Rich, what I want to do is begin to open it up and bring your back, and then we can have a, a conversation amongst all of us about, you know, the entrepreneur generation.
3: Absolutely, and just reminding our listeners, you're listening to Entrepreneur Radio, and uh, if you'd like to be considered for a future guest, you can just go to Entrepreneur Radio and um, and submit a guest request. And uh, who's your ideal guest? Um, you're looking for those folks that are, um, uh, again, subject matter experts that have kind of uh, have the scars to prove it. Um, and, or maybe uh, some folks that are kind of – would, would you consider a guest to be someone that's kind of um, uh, looking to pursue to be an entrepreneur or um –
2: yeah, I think, I think you're, you, you listened to our two uh, great guests today. Right. That, that's in the wheelhouse of, okay. I believe, the wantrepreneur uh, the generation, which is how can I make the transition from the want to the aunt? Um, and, and, and having folks like Yura and Brian um, in the room, Yura Hi. and, and Daryl, <laughs> um, in the room. Were like able, my other brother, Daryl, yeah. Yes. <laughs> were, able to, we're able to learn how they help. Uh, their clients and uh, their audiences you know make
3: that transition as well so that's really the the uh, the sweet spot and you mentioned something about startups and I was at uh, your website and um, there was some mention about startups and and in this uh, ecosystem today um, I mean I don't think you can go to any city where there's not an incubator or startup and um, I mean what do you all attribute I I just make that an open-ended question I mean I'm a i'm fanatical a little bit obsessed about shark tank right mm-hmm. and some of these shows where they kind of have a purpose you know i'm not into the drama shows and they're just yelling and screaming with no reason and, and it's just causing ha- uh, 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 chaos and havoc whatever but when you see these people and you you see their backstories and their inspiration what took them to get to there right and then um i mean what, what do you attribute this this groundswell movement um of the incubator and the startup and that mindset
2: well, I'll defer to our guests for their for their thoughts on it. And your what are your thoughts?
3: What was the? What's the Why is there such a buzz around buzz about the whole startups? Because like at um, entrepreneurship, the incubators and because um, it used to be back in the day, mm. you know, the traditional path career path was yep. you go to college and then you pursue a career, right?
1: Mm. I mean, I think when people see companies such as Facebook and Twitter and things of that nature, just getting these crazy valuations right. and IPOs <laughs> right. and things of that nature. Like, I want a piece of that. Yeah, I can create a company like that. I can create a, a, a social media company, an app, and things of that right. nature. So they're like, if these people are able to become billionaires, so to say, overnight, even right. though it's not an overnight process, they want to take part in it. Uh, people want to be their own ca- the captains of their own lives right yeah so people are wanting to position themselves to uh, be rewarded for their efforts and rewarded for the hard work that they put in uh, it, it's a multitude of things but i think when you see that bill when people m- are becoming billionaires right. in a, a, a year or two it's like i want to be a
3: part of that and, and so uh, what i'm hearing is this technology kind of opens this world of um opportunity and this uh this Interchange of conversation around. I mean, we're live streaming on the internet right now, right? And back in the day, you only kind of knew what your neighbor knew. Yes or yes? Definitely so. (laughs) And, Daryl, what are your thoughts?
2: Why do you think there's such a buzz? I I think there's such a buzz because our country was built on the back of new
0: ideas. Mm -hmm. And people are constantly getting innovative ideas or new inspiration for ideas. And uh, just like you were saying, like, you know, if we sometimes people have the mentality that Oh, if they can do that, then I can do this. Uh, or if they can accomplish that, then shoot, I can do that too. So, you know, if you if you think about the Great Depression, you know how many how many uh, uh, businesses and, and baby boomers and all those different people that were in that particular time um, took that tragedy and was able to come up with new ideas because they had less. And so we're living in a generation where now we're – well, back then they had less and did more, but now we live in a generation where people have more and are doing less. But even with the more that we have, people are still wanting to to accomplish and do more and just be inspired by uh, great stories of, oh, uh, you know, Mark Zuckerberg was just a college kid and, you know, just, hey, hey, I I, I just wanted a way for people to connect. He changed the face of how we – do business, of how we connect to our loved ones. He did that with his idea. So I, I, I would believe that's the reason why, you know, there's such a bud because people have, are having uh, uh, just a great time and t- creating new ideas.
2: Yep, and I, and I think, you know, from my perspective, because I work with a lot of folks one-on-one in the coaching uh, specifically around the entrepreneurial opportunities of whether or not it makes sense to become an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. is there's a lot of pain. Out yeah. there there is mm-hmm. I mean, when you consider that uh, that close to eighty percent eight eight out of ten employees, people that are currently showing up for the JOB, mm-hmm. they're disengaged. One out of five wishes harm on the company that they actually work for. So you can imagine depending on who that person is, they might be impacting a customer experience and in the back of their mind, they wish harm on the company mm-hmm. and and the other thing is is I think the economy, has yeah. changed a lot, too. I mean, what are, you, what are your thoughts about how you're seeing the economy evolving and how it's providing this opportunity for people to reinvent themselves? Well, I think that with the economy, I always
0: say this. We don't have a, a money problem. We have a distribution problem. And so the with the distribution of wealth or distribution of, of money, basically what happens is only, you know, it's it's kind of like how we're in the studio right now. If we're having a conversation and then all of us are benefiting from that conversation, then nobody benefits if we don't take it outside the room. And so from the standpoint of the economy, there are many people benefiting from what's going on, but it's not being distributed to the people or the larger masses. And so as we look at the economy, we have to create more ways, like this particular platform we're on right now. We're we're, we're on we're on the World Wide Web. Uh, somebody can log on. Uh, After we're done or, you know, when we're finished taping live uh, and just be a beneficiary of what took place in this room. And so with that, that has that has expanded our distribution. And so with that, uh, from the standpoint of our economy, what and we're talking about entrepreneurs, that's what it that's what entrepreneurs do entrepreneurs expand the distribution of not only ideas but also money so if you have an idea if you have a thought or, or or product or service it's your responsibility as a human being to try to expand that idea and product to as many people as possible because it's a it's a domino effect it's a ripple effect it's the butterfly effect whatever effect you want to call it it's a bi- it's it's your idea is bigger than you
2: how about you, Yara?
0: I mean,
1: when we're speaking about the economy, I mean, realistically, there's plenty of money out here. Um, you just have to know how to position yourself to get it. You know, it's just not going to be handed to you. You have to uh, know how to uh, explain your value. You have to know how to define your skill sets and be, make them marketable for people who want to say, okay, I'll pay for that. Like, as a writer, I have people who wanted to pay me, like I said, a minimum 150 $200, writing an article and placing it somewhere. So it's just all about just explaining to people, okay, this is what I can do. This is the value I can uh, provide for you, and these are the results that I can bring to you. A lot of people don't know how to do that. They were taught to uh, take the commands from somebody else and then just be content with the paycheck that they give for themselves, and they don't really understand how to put themselves in a position to be at their own, uh, the, the, the driver of their own ship. Um, so it's just all about educating people how to really understand how to take hold of the economy and how to produce your own economic uh, um, actions, your own economic endeavors that you are driving instead of having somebody else that you are dependent upon to provide that economic uh, consistency for you, that economic foundation for you. So like I said, there's plenty of money out here. Like I said, I've seen it myself. But you just have to know how to position yourself. You have to know how to communicate your value in a way that people will say, okay, I believe what you're saying. I'm willing to invest my money within you so you can bring the results that I need for myself.
2: Good for you, and and you know the uh, and by the way, we are uh, a part of Entrepreneur Radio and the uh, Pro Business channel here from broadcasting from the Big ATL. Uh, last week, um, the Pew Foundation released a study findings indicating that for the first time in forty years, since they've been tracking this, that the middle class, which used to be the majority, is now the minority. Um, and it's being squeezed on the top end and squeezed on the bottom, and which really talks about a dynamic in the economy that, until people take control, until they do their own carpe diem, then they're going to continue to be squeezed. What are your, what are your thoughts on that?
1: I mean, just pretty much just what after uh, piggybacking off on what I just said the middle class got content with being uh, provided that middle class lifestyle. It was provided by corporations. It was provided by the nine-to-five. Now things have shifted ever since the 2007, 2008 uh, economic downturn, and people just don't understand, okay, you don't have anybody to depend on anymore. The only person that you can depend on is yourself in order to position yourself to win in life. But people just don't know how to do it for themselves, because since you were taught in elementary school all the way to college, you're just taught how to work for somebody else, how to follow authority, how to, like I said, take those commands and do what's told of you, and you'll get paid for it. You get paid that little bit, while the other person who understands the whole process, they're getting paid the big money because they are managing the whole flow of the system, and you're just within a system doing your part, so... Uh, things are able to go as they're according to as they're sp- are supposed to go. So, like I said, it's all about understanding that entrepreneurial mindset. Like I said, America was built off of entrepreneurship. It was built off of people saying, "Okay, this is what I have to offer, and this is what I'm gonna. This is how I'm gonna position myself to where my offering is able to scale and grow." So, like I said, people have to get out of that mindset of someone's gonna rescue. rescue. The only person that's gonna rescue is yourself.
2: And we're hearing from Yura Bryant from Entrepreneurial Ambitions as well as Daryl Fletcher from The Dynamic Life. So, Daryl, what are your thoughts on that last point that Yura made?
0: Um, To kind of piggyback off what he said, uh, I call it the comfort level versus the impact level. Um, When people have gotten comfortable and then they relied on, you know, the government to put things in place and then – there was a vacuum when uh, things started going overseas, uh, and when, when a lot of manufacturing jobs and a lot of just different types of jobs got shipped overseas, that created a vacuum in the, in the, uh, in the middle class because what happened was people had aspirations. And so with, those, with, the, with the fleeting idea of those aspirations, they didn't know what, what else to do. Because they were sh- they were stuck in in just okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna do my mind in five, I'm gonna come home, and if I can do this for twenty years, I'll get a gold watch and 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 in my pension. But at the end of the day, when that particular system, many took many people took advantage of that system. Uh, you know, many many, many larger corporations took advantage of that particular uh system and it's like oh. We we the sheep are sleep sleepwalking right now, so the sheep are sleepwalking. We can do whatever we want to do, and so we have people like uh, uh, Bernie Madoff. Uh, we have you know the the Enrons and the, you know all these different that, that suck these people's living or, or or life savings, and then like oh, we 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 didn't know you know so now and so that was that was a common practice and so when when uh, when uh you know other corporations started seeing those people get caught they got their act together but at the end and then the day the damage was done and so now and then you so you take you take my livelihood you know you ship jobs across the water then you take you know what i've been saving all my life for and then now i have no hope I have no dreams. I'm, I'm like, well, I'm stuck. So now what am I, I going to do? So the thing about it is we have to get to the point in this particular uh, country and the world to get people to dream again, to get people to say, you know what, I have something on the inside of me. I have, a, I have an idea. I have something that is able to, to contribute. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to be on a large scale all the time you I, I tell my clients this: what is the smallest thing that you can do that can have the greatest impact if we can if if you, if you look at a funnel uh when, when, like when you when you pour oil into a car, the big part is on the end, and the little part is doing all the work. You you, got, you you pour your oil in and it's going right into where it needs to go. Or, or, or think of you know, the cheerleaders that are on the side of the field. They have that little thing and they're speaking into that little thing. But that little thing, there's a big thing on the other. or There's a bigger you know, uh, uh, apparatus on the other end of it that is doing all the magnifying. So if we, if we approach life to the, today, what is the smallest thing that I can do to have the biggest effect? What, is the, what, is, what, what, what am I doing right now? That I'm good at, that I love to do, but that someone else can be able to benefit that what comes easy to me. Because if that small little thing and you do it right with a good system, then it can have a major effect on someone else's life and also your own.
2: And this is Mark Myatt with the Pro Business Channels uh, radio podcast, if you will, uh, Entrepreneur Radio. We're joined today by Yura Bryant as well as Daryl Fletcher. And um along those lines we've been having a really great conversation, Rich, and, and normally you're you're chiming in, so I'm gonna give you a chance to kind of chime in here. Because you always have great questions to ask as well.
3: Yeah. Um where's the coffee again? Or uh, <laughs> 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 uh, sorry. Uh no, a very uh compelling um episode of Entrepreneur Radio and it is uh I've been listening, we've been doing social media, there's been a lot of activity um up on our forty inch uh, monitor now. And um so yeah. So I did have a question. Daryl mentioned earlier at the top of the show about this concept of, um, you know, of... You can have the most expensive car. You can have the best-looking, you know, the analogy, the best-looking suit, right, Uh, walk into a room, but you need to kind of refuel. So maybe talk to us about what are some of those, and I'd, you know, uh, invite Yura to jump in as well as far as y'all's thoughts on what are some refueling stations? Where do you get re-energized? What's, you know, mentors or is it books you read, uh, uh, events that you attend, or who, you know, inspires you? Um, and then finally, I don't know if there's an analogy here between uh, a gas refueling versus an electric refueling station, but uh, <laughs> I'll leave that up to y'all. But uh, yeah, and Mark, uh, I'd like to get your thoughts on that as well. So, what refuels and puts uh, gas in your tank? What put gas in my tank is information. That's and that's an important part
0: of the process as far as putting um, gas in your tank. Because here's the thing: years ago, information was limited to books. Right. Yeah. And so now information is not limited to books uh you 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 used to have to go to college in order to uh, get information into the encyclopedia exactly right? <laughs> they had all the they had all the books they had all the information. so the thing about it is uh there there there's a saying that says knowledge is power. I like to say applied knowledge is power because the information just just sits in the books. That's all it's going to do is, sim, is sit in the book. But until you apply that information, until you apply that knowledge, then you won't you 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 won't get anything done. So, for me, a refueling station is 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 the information that we now have access to. There are conferences, there are sh- there are shows like this that people are listening to at their desks at work, and like man, you know what? I need to start a business today. You know, all those different types of things that that can just get them pumped up and get them ready to like man. I I, I hear what you're saying, so. Conferences, uh, meeting, networking events. Uh, last week, I think I did like seven networking events wow. in one week, and in, in in a span of four days, and I was tired. Does that but include church on Sunday?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> exactly, and and, see, and that's another uh, refueling station. You know, so at the end of the day, you have to be able to uh, give yourself access and even give yourself permission. To, to, to be a refueling station. Uh, I tell the story of my mother. My mother is 70 years old, opening up a bed and breakfast. Wow. And she, t- she she waited for years and years to open up this bed and breakfast, but she was scared. She was fearful. She did, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, I, I don't know. But the thing about it, once she got hold of some information, she was empowered to like, okay, I can do this. I can step out, and I can accomplish this particular goal that I And it I
3: speaks have. to the... Um uh, to the message that it's never too late. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. to be great. Never. That's a, never too late to be great. Write that down. Somebody. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My, my, my son says it this way. If you wait to be great, it's too late. Oh uh, yeah. So <laughs> I know. <I, laughs> and and <laughs> you're taught me. Yeah,
2: We've had some great, great conversation and you're what, what, what puts fuel in your tank? What puts fuel in
1: my tank? I would say going to different blogs, different podcasts, mastermind groups uh, even my own group my meetup group when people come out and hear me speaking they're like i I appreciate what you're doing i'm glad that you are doing this for us like that that gives me fuel to keep going It's like okay when you by yourself you're like man is this is this working is this really going to take off and when you hear when you hear that recognition from people it's like okay i'm doing what i need to do and just my daughter just seeing her and just being like okay i want something better for her or any future kids that i have it's like I got to make some things happen. I'm going to work persistently <laughs> and consistently to ensure that I, that I reach those goals that I have for myself. And just one more person, like even my mom, like we, we bump heads a lot. <laughs> we bump heads a lot, but um just seeing her being persistent with the things that she's doing. Um, even the results that don't come. And I'm like, man, why you just keep doing this? But she's being persistent and persistent at it. And, um, one day when those results come, it's going to be like, oh, it, it was all worth it, you know. So it's like I said, I get uh, a fuel from a lot of different places. But um, I would say mo- one of those key things is to have a mentor. Um, and I'm reaching out to get mentors for this next year coming up. Those people who can say, okay, I've been here, I've done that. Let me show you how to pivot in order to get the results that you want for yourself. So a multitude of places, multitude
2: and we just heard from Yura Bryant, who is the founder of Entrepreneurial Ambitions. Previously, we also heard from Daryl Fletcher from Dynamic Life. This is Mark Mayette from the Wantrepreneur Radio and the Pro Business Channel. And and Rich, to round it out, you know, what puts fuel in my tank, it's kind of like a combination of what Yura as well as uh, Daryl chatted about. But it's all focused around um, the why. And my why is is really at the core is helping people get clarity around their potential around being an entrepreneur. Um, there's just so much need out there uh, uh, to really help people get that point of clarity. And that's really what gets me out of uh, bed in the morning. Um, I love what I do. I love the opportunity because everybody you encounter has is, is an individual, again, with a gift that's wrapped in flesh. And and the opportunity we
3: have is to really capture that. So so, Rich, yeah, um, I think uh, this idea of wrapping up the show, what puts fuel in take, is a great idea. Just don't tell Daryl that we stole this from him. Okay, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, before we close out, let's go around one more time and just let uh, folks know the best way to reach out to you. And then uh, and we'll finish with uh, Mark. If you would maybe put a plug in for um, your upcoming. Uh, what's in the works in the, for, yep. next for um, mm-hmm. uh, in, in your space in terms of uh, the book and the networking over 40, but also maybe uh, lo- one last profile of um, who you would like to have on as future guest on the show. And so, uh, gentlemen, we'll turn the attention to you all if you let let us know one more time, a uh, website and point of contact.
0: Uh, my, my website and uh, is the number one dynamic life dot org. That's the number one dynamiclife.org. You can reach me uh, via em- email at info at One Dynamic Life. Uh, my Twitter, uh, Facebook, um, Instagram is also the number one dynamic life as well. And yeah, that if you know, persons that need to uh, rediscover their passion and point them in the direction of a purpose, that's, that's what we do. All right,
3: Nira?
1: My, you can find my website, entrepreneurial, <clears throat> entrepreneurialambitions.com. dot uh, com. Um, all social media is Eurobrian, but Entrepreneurial Ambitions is coming next year. Um, like I said, I had the mishaps and things with that, but Eurobrian for all social media: Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Perfect.
2: And, and, Rich, to round it out, uh, this is Mark Myette, and the best way to reach me would be through LinkedIn. Okay. Um, so LinkedIn forward slash Mark, M-A-R-K, Myette, M-Y-E-T-T-E. And then also for those that are in the Atlanta area, the Network yeah. Over 40 group, Atlanta or NetworkOver40.com is our website. And I know that we'll be joining and having other future podcasts, but for the listeners that are listening to this, uh, be aware that there is a book coming out um, from Wantrepreneur to Entrepreneur, Do You Have What It Takes? Uh, Look out for that and really excited about that book coming online early next year. And so, Rich, I turn it to you, my friend,
3: to close out the fun of today's podcast. Uh, well, I don't know if there's anything else to add. I think you all did a phenomenal job. Another episode of Entrepreneur uh, Radio, and we'll see you next time. Thank you again for joining Mark Mayet and his guests on the
1: Pro Business Channel. Use the social media links here to share today's show and stay tuned for the next episode of Entrepreneur Radio.